y'all this is Kolea my pronouns are they them there hi I'm Javon and I uh, my, well, my pronouns are just he him and yeah yeah that's exactly it um, and this episode is part of our um, teacher it's an installation in our teacher series um, and the name of the podcast is Namaste podcast so we're gonna jump right in Jovan um, what is your part or your identity in the community? Um, in the community, I'm a queer black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this way, I'm a teacher as well. So that's like three acts at the same. Yeah. But, what do you yeah. teach? I teach choral music. Um, I teach high school um, chorus. Mm-hmm. I also teach classes too, like music appreciation, uh, music theory. Um, and I have two courses and things like that. So. Okay. Two courses like at the school or, or outside the at school? school. At okay. school. Beginning, a beginning course and I have a hybrid course Ooh. that's like intermediate slash proficient-ish. Okay. Yeah, so I'm building a program right now. So that's why it's a little weird right now. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so how does your um, identity and part in the community inform your wellness and self-care? I sometimes struggle with the self-care stuff sometimes mm-hmm. because of the identity um, in terms of being queer. Mm-hmm. There's already one whole list of issues to deal with being queer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing with being black. There's a whole nother list of issues, things like that. And mm-hmm. then with me being a male, that's a whole nother list of issues. So it's like three different issues I have to deal with at the same time. Okay. Um, so... Self-care can be hard at times, trying to figure out the balance of all three. Because mm-hmm. um, I've found that sometimes when I do have time to, you know, work on my self-care, it's like I'm focused on one part of me and not okay. the other part. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a balancing act I'm still working at. Okay. <laughs> do um, you... But some things that I do in terms of, hmm, what are some things that I do, though? Well, as far as, do you feel like there is one part of your identity or your job, like being a queer black man and uh, being a teacher, do you feel like one of those informs more um, of how you take care of yourself, of your self-care? I think... uh, I think my profession helps me to take care of all those things. Oh. Uh, being a musician, it helps me to it helps me to find other ways to kind of work out things and kind of retreat and okay. kind of to have for myself. It's one thing I will do. I will just sit at the piano and just play things, just kind of get my mm-hmm. kind of decompress and think and all those things. Um, that's one thing I do for self care. Okay. Uh, but um, I would say music is the one thing that's universal for me that kind of helps me with self care with all the different things. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's still a balancing act that I'm still trying to figure out. Okay. And Jovan, um, when do you know that you need to engage in self-care? Like, when can you feel that 
need going on. Okay, you're chuckling, so this is going to be real good. <laughs> See, just think about me. I'm, okay. I'm so stubborn. I'm extremely stubborn. Okay. And I would hear my body say, <laughs> go lay down. Go sit, sit still for like two or three days or a mm, week or something. Yeah. And, and my body's kind of like, yo, I'm going to shut down on you. And I'm just like, no, we're going to fight on. <laughs> Just when do you know, like, what are some signs that you know that you need to, you know, sit your ass down, basically? Uh, Some of the signs. Of course, the body will tell you, but Uh I think for me also is my attitude. Oh, that's a good point. I'm constantly, like, on edge and, like, on Mm -hmm. people's backs, like, everybody's back. Like, if if it's one of those times, like, I'm I'm a bitch to everybody. (laughs) Okay. And, um... And I don't try to be, it's just, it just happens. Right. I got something going on, and I'm just like, look, if you're not helping me to get this moving, you exactly. gotta get away. Yeah. Or you can get battle or the case it is, or... <laughs> so I have to, uh, yeah. That's a work in progress. Do you feel like that's something that you're still learning about yourself? Like, do you, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I think I've, I've evolved a lot over the past year. Yeah. Um, and that's another struggle for me, too, is like, 32 hit, like before 32 hit, mm-hmm. weird things were happening in my life, so it was kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still trying to figure out things, because everything is everywhere right now. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I'm in one of those weird phases in life, where yeah. life is changing. Yeah, I totally, I mean, uh, so Javon and I are um, actually the same age. <laughs> I think maybe, <laughs> is your birthday in April? Did I make May. that up? It's in May. Yeah, my birthday's in March, and we've known each other for a, a, literally a majority of our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, since elementary school, which is wild to me. But um, something I do see about you, Javon, is that you, to me, you do the most, right? Like, you do the most because, and I, and it's, like, fantastic because, like, I love... I love seeing that. Um, and you're really good at the most like you, you know, you are a teacher at a pretty, um, a pretty popular school in Charlotte, um, and especially popular for kind of its music program as well. Um, and you do have, uh, like private students, um, where you teach them, is it just voice or do you do piano and and piano? Um, and, um, and then you also like have a you're involved with your church, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I have a community choir I deal with. Yes, yeah, which is fantastic, and I think it's important. Yeah. And I love seeing like the representation of like a black man and a queer black man. Like, just you're, you're doing the damn thing, and you have your master's <laughs> degree, like you know, at our alma mater. So. Um, I definitely understand how hard it can be to just sit down. Um, yeah. and I think we're also taught that like our, our productivity, like how much shit we can get done makes us more valuable. Do you feel that way? Oh yes. And that's what I'm, and that's what I'm fighting right now. Okay. I'm fighting that whole, cause I, all my life, I would tell you since, I would say probably since middle school, uh-huh. I've been this way. Like, okay. 
always got something going on. Okay. Always. And so once I got to, got to be an adult and yeah, it got busy, it was just, it was regular everyday life for me. Yeah. So that's how I've been since middle school. Is I've always had things to do at mm-hmm. school, outside of school, at church, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. So I'm always on the go and always on the run. So now I'm having to learn. I'm having to learn to sit down, mm-hmm. <laughs> sit still, mm-hmm. say no, and work on that self care part that we talked about earlier. And yeah. it's, like, it's, it's hard. It's a hard piece because I've built a lot of my identity around being busy and, and productive all, yeah. all the time. And I remember even in, I mean, so um, for those of you who don't have a degree in music, uh, the <laughs> um, being uh, getting a degree in music, like, uh, both Javon and I have a, a bachelor's in music. Um, and then you have your master's in, is it music education? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the the uh, program is very intense. So uh, for instance, my second semester freshman year, I had 13 classes. That's yeah. classes, not yeah. credit hours. I had 19 mm-hmm. credit hours. And so there will be there would be days where I would go into the music building uh, just after it wasn't dark outside, and then I would leave after it was dark outside. Um, and so, um, by nature, I, I think musicians, especially like in college, are just super fucking busy because it's like yeah. on top of you know the thousands of classes that I'm taking, I'm also. Uh, supposed to practice like my primary instrument for two hours and then I'm typically learning two other instruments at the same time for and I'm an instrumental music musician and Jovan is a vocal musician but plays instruments um and so it was like it's I think like it makes us feel like this is how your life has to be for the rest yeah, of it. Yeah. And so like what you really resonated with, like, okay, so I'm going to be, you know, chorus in the school, school chorus out the school, more chorus, you know, more music. Um, and so I think it's, I do think it's interesting, Jovan, that you, that music, even though you are so like, I mean, just elbows deep into it that you still find it as a way to take care of yourself. Like you still find time to like sit down and play the piano for yourself rather than like, oh, let me make sure I'm getting this right. Exactly. Yeah, and that's one that's one thing I've learned over this pandemic is that um, I've enjoyed not making music for other people. Yeah. I've gotten back to the love of making music for me. That's so great. And I've always had it, but mm-hmm. it just I haven't had time to actually sit down and enjoy, oh, yeah. enjoy it. Like really sit in the moment and yeah. sit there for hours and hours and singing through music or playing through music, mm-hmm. and not have to worry about oh shit, I got this next thing to go to. Exactly. Right, this, yeah. This go to the next thing, <clears throat> or it's either sitting down and practicing something for something else. Like uh, I, I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm yeah. Tired of life right now. Yeah. <laughs> to be true. That's that's at least for another couple months. Then I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to go back to some of it. Not all of it. Right. Well, do you think that, um, which I personally don't think that things are going to, quote, go back to normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do you think that when things go back to normal, that you'll just pick up at that same pace of being super busy all the time? Because that's one thing I, I told myself for the past, I've been telling myself for the past couple months is mm-hmm. that, look, when things go back to quote unquote normal or whatever mm-hmm. that new normal is, mm-hmm. you will not, you will absolutely not go back to running from here to there to there to there and back to here and then back to there. Nah, that's ending. Yeah. Because I've, I've 
really been enjoying the relaxation and just being chill. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just like, with school starting back and everything, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's one thing back on the plate. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, once things get back going with everything else outside of school, I'm only going to take like, like two or three things and that's it. Okay. Wow. All two that or three things. Yeah. <laughs> that's good though. Yeah. I'm excited for you about that. I think that Ooh, a I'm lot excited. of people in this um, in this pandemic have realized that the productivity was kind of crowding their shit, you know? Yeah. It was low-key killing me. Yeah. Not, like, like, not literally killing me, but like figuratively. It was killing me in many ways. Right. I mean, and not I think it's also me. just like without self-care especially, which I, you kind of uh, hinted towards it, it's just not sustainable, Right. Like it's just it's not like (laughs) and you said that, you know, you can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your attitude um, where your body's just kind of like, so am I going to have to sit you down? Are you going to like are you going to do this? You know, Um, do you ever feel um, two questions that are not really related? One first question is um, you mentioned that um, or maybe I mentioned for you that you're involved in your church. Um, does your, um, are you a Christian? Yes. Okay. Does your, um, does your religion, um, or your spirituality, um, does that affect your self-care at all? Like, does that play into it at all? Yeah, it does. Um, it's, it's weird, not weird because it's, it has changed. Oh, okay. Um, in a good way, because in the, in the like, I've been a Christian all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, born and raised in the church and all this stuff. Um, parents taught me about uh, about Christ and God and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But I would honestly say this year, 2020, was the first year and first time that I actually can say that I've been effective in terms of um, prayer, meditation, and religion spirituality type stuff okay uh, really really actually getting into it and actually praying and actually having an actual routine and god and you know setting myself certain guidelines to follow and do yeah uh in order to keep myself on top of it and it has helped me so much really like, that's so I cool said, yeah, me so much peace of mind oh my god and so i think sitting still this year with mm-hmm. this, this virus going on has helped with that too and that's okay. another thing i want to take in <laughs> take quite after mm-hmm. things go back to quote unquote normal. Yeah, uh, to continue that because I have been feeling so uplifted and just so like that's amazing. About me as much, I'm like people say something like, okay, whatever. That's yeah, like <laughs> that's I outlet like left and right like how I used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. that's so that's that's fantastic to hear though. That's yeah. that is. Um, and then uh, my second question. Um, which again is not really related, um, but is, do you ever feel, um, do you ever deal with feelings of guilt whenever you like sit down or whatever you do something for yourself or you slow down or are you not feeling guilt anymore? Okay. Sometimes. Okay. So I think now I'm more on the, I don't feel guilty at all part. Okay. Fantastic. I don't give a damn now. (laughs) (laughs) But if you would say something to me, maybe like, six months ago uh-huh. about sitting down like uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah 
Absolutely. <clears throat> I def- sure. I've definitely done a lot more sitting um, <laughs> than I have in the past. And I also am someone who I like to I like to be active because my brain is very active. And so yeah. I feel like I should be doing something and I, f- I should be, you know, like I should be planning my next step and da 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 da. And, and then I get stressed out and then I f- I'm forced to sit down um, and then I feel bad. Um, but I definitely have been working on. Um, no, kind of that same, th- yeah, just like listening to my body more, um, and extending grace to myself a lot more. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. I just, I think for me, I feel like when I'm not doing something, I feel like, not that I feel guilty or that I'm letting my down, let myself down, it's more so just, sometimes I'm just like, look, I'm feeling lazy today. Yeah. <laughs> and I deserve to be lazy. Yes. Um, for at least a day or two. Um, sometimes it's, you know, it's a matter of maybe I just need to, uh, to not answer a phone call mm, yeah. or text messages or emails. For me, it's been emails lately, like mm. not reading emails, not answering emails. I love not I, reading emails. <laughs> yes. And, you know, not doing it until like I'm mentally ready to do so. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's the approach I've been taking lately with everything mm-hmm. in order to keep myself kind of chill and calm. It's like, when I'm ready to do it or handle it, that's when I'll do it. Right. And that's going to be my thing from now on. It's like, I'm not going to be on everybody else's time and mm-hmm. trying to kill myself, trying to get this together, get that together. No. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that um, whenever you are in a position where... Um, you're working with people and you're like serving people. Um, it sometimes, so I found this, especially when I was teaching years ago that like, I felt like I was everyone else's, but I was never mine. And they'd be like, did you respond to that email? I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't respond to that email, but it was just like, how could I have responded to that email? I was literally teaching like, what am I going to do? Drop everything and respond to a fucking email that really did not have to be an email. Um, yeah, but it definitely, definitely didn't need to be a meeting. Um, but <laughs> people like having meetings. I'm like, right. this feels like very like emaily to me. Like, <laughs> right. I think you could have put right. this in an email. Um, I know you could have put this in an email. <laughs> try it next time. Just email me, please. Please don't. Please don't even. Please don't like have me come in person. Yeah. I used to hate if, those. If whatever you got to say can be said in two paragraphs. Yes. You can type it. Then. Type it and leave me alone. <laughs> and. And now we have a paper trail because I love a paper trail. Right. But you had said, ah, 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 what's the email say? See, they hate that shit. But, um, but yeah, I, I just remember feeling like a lot of times my time wasn't my own. And so whenever I would express like, hey, I need space. I need time. I feel rushed. I don't understand the urgency that you're feeling about this situation. And sometimes people would feel really like away about it. And so that would make me feel guilty. And so then I would try to like fulfill the thing that they needed from me and would end up just feeling like trash. Has that ever like been a, an experience for you? Like That's even been a thing before, mm-hmm. um, I think it hasn't become a big thing for me. Okay. Only because that, that <laughs> I say that, but that bitch is out of me. It's, it's, it's 
somewhere, so if it needs to come out, it comes out. Okay, it throws on the shoulder. <laughs> so <laughs> I think um, a lot of times when people say send me stuff, say stuff, I'm just like I'll read them like, mm, oh well, delete next. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'll just miss it. And be like I'm moving on. I ain't got. Yeah. At times there were times where I felt like. Oh my God! I gotta run and do this. I gotta do this for this person that, and for that person. And over time, I was like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, and it's people, like the teachers and administrators have learned that if I have the time for it and have the energy for it, I can do it. I would do it. But other than that, don't don't come to me. Yeah, don't, I need to, I need need my own space and time. Yeah, I think I also something that I realized about myself. Maybe it was last year. Maybe it was earlier this year. Is that I'm actually an introvert. Um. I, my entire life, Jovan, okay, my entire fucking life, I have thought that I was an extrovert, but just like a super bad one. Um, Because I would, I just, I didn't, what it was was like, I, I can feel people's energy. And so I can like go with that. But like, at the end of the day, I just need to be like in a dark room by myself (laughs) with my eyes closed. And that's the thing. That's a real thing. I have to recharge. Yes. I felt myself having to recharge every day. Like yeah. literally going home and plugging something into me to recharge myself. Yes, yes. So that kind of that kind of like I guess bridges to the next question of how do you take care of your mind, body, and spirit? So you said that you feel like you need to go home and recharge. You've mentioned before, like playing piano for yourself, but what are like, I guess, breaking it down, like your mind, what do you do to like take care of and recharge in your mind, um, your body, and then your spirit? If you could maybe have examples of that. For the mind, I think for me, um, I've always been minded. You say it again? Say it again. What would you say? Oh, say I've always been strong-minded. Strong-minded, okay. Um, so that's been a good and a bad thing for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, good because I can a lot of times block out certain things that can be unhealthy. Okay. But also a bad thing because it can leave lead you to do unhealthy things. Oh, okay. Because, and uh, you can conquer the world and that and you know. Can get you? At you. Can you, I guess, be more specific? What do you mean, like? Like when you when, when you feel like you're strong minded, you feel that nobody can get one over on you, or that nothing can, you know, bother you, or. Um, what is your sign? Taurus. Okay. That <laughs> that felt real Taurusy, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I'm, you know, I'm not really big on signs, but like I actually feel like the Taurus sign is almost 100 correct. I, I would be interested, Jovan, to um, know what your rising sign is. Are you familiar with that? Okay, so your sun sign, which is your Taurus, um, is like who you are, right? But your rising sign is kind of like how, like who you are when you like have to rise to the occasion and um, what... Chill, like every day, like okay, whatever, blah blah. And you know, like, when something comes up, who would I become? Yeah. So, for instance, my um my sun sign is a Pisces, so it can be really emotional. Um, I t- I do tend to be low energy, um, and just a bunch of other stuff. But my rising sign, um, I also like when I check for my, you know, I check like my horoscope. I also look at 
Virgo, which is my rising sign, which is also an earth sign, just like Taurus. Um, so I can be very grounded in things, but um, I can be really organized. I tend to be right and want to be right. And people need to know I'm right. And I listen, I'm not saying that I'm not right, but I am saying that I do be right a lot. Okay. Um, and um, I can be a little bit judgy because I'm like, you're not doing it right. Um, and um, yeah. And so yeah, like, rising sign. so um, if you know when you were born and where you were born, then there are lots of different apps and websites that you can um, literally you put your birth date in like I was born March 15th, 1988. Uh, I was born in Durham, North Carolina at like 6, 12 p.m. If you have that information, which is usually on your birth on your birth uh, certificate. Um, I just like told all my business with my birthday. Though. <laughs> I just realized, For people who I guess can like figure that shit out, they're going to be like, all right, <laughs> let's, let's chart this shit out. Who's this bitch? Um, but whatever, it's fine. Um, but, um, but yeah. And so if you have that information, then you can basically put it in like, um, into like a website and I'll send you a couple that, um, I really like, and it'll tell you, honestly, it'll read you to filth. It really, truly will. (laughs) Oh, you do. Why? (laughs) Friend. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I do actually I I so I grew up really religious like you I grew up you know Christian Christianity my mom was super religious and I honestly was um, a really devout Christian for a majority of my life into my 20s and um and so one of the things that my mom was like super like dead set against one of the many things many many things was like eastern quote eastern things um that includes uh anime um uh us saying the word buddha in the house just saying it okay (laughs) for those who can't see jovan's very puzzled face (laughs) um but um yeah no same she was just like (laughs) she was like you know um, very Pentecostal. I grew up very Pentecostal. Oh, Laying okay. hands. Are you are you pre- pre- Pentecostal or no? I'm oh, I'm you're Baptist. Baptist. Oh, wow. Members that are Pentecostal holiness. Yes, holiness. Um, ding, 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 ding. Pentecostal holiness. That's my yeah. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, probably certain people. I can tell you exactly what, what uh, denomination. Oh yeah, it's a it's a game. It's, it's a very it's fun it's game. It's fun. <laughs> So I grew up, so I did grow up Pentecostal. So speaking in tongues, laying hands, prayer blankets, backflips down the sanctuary because you caught the spirit. That's like the shit that I grew up on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bells and whistles, literally. Um, And so, um, but yeah, so I grew up that way, but my mom just believed a lot of different things were like evil and like evil spirits. So Pokemon was off limits because, um, because they each were different demon or not Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon, right? That is that see, I don't even know. That's the little each little animal thing is called a Pokemon, right? I think I don't know. Okay, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm following you. Though. Yeah, the little animals, like I don't know, Squirtles yeah. one or something. Um, that was a different demonic spirit, according to my mom. So a lot of things were just off limits for me. 
um, because, quote, paganism. That includes horoscopes and astrology. And so I grew up thinking, oh, that shit is bad and um, hokey science. Um, And then I started dating this woman who was super into astrology um, and super into... um, like numerology and just all this shit that like I was never allowed to touch. And so I just, at that point, I just hadn't considered it. Cause I was like, whatever, like, you know, I've never seen this show before. Why would I watch this show now? Kind of thing. And she was, she would like try to like get me to be like, get me to tell like, you know, like, Hey, like when's your birthday? Or like, Hey, tell me about your son. And I was like, girl, I don't know. (laughs) I literally do not know. Yeah. And so she would just like toss kind of random shit my way. You know, she'd be like, Oh, Hey, here's your horoscope today, Pisces. And I'd be like, okay, whatever. And then I would like read the shit and I'd be like, damn, that shit's accurate AF. How the fuck did you do that? And so I got into it, but all that to say, I definitely um, am interested to know in like more of your chart. Um, I'm not like a professional at it by any means, but I do think that um, I find it to be really helpful. Like when I am like in a mood or I just can't figure out why I'm like feeling this way, whether it's a good way or a bad way. And then I'll like look at my chart and I'll be like, oh, okay, it's because blah, 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 blah. Or because like my rising sign is this or whatever. So I recommend it. Um, and, and if anything else, it's just a lot of fun to just kind of clown your, yourself because you're like, oh, I just be doing that because I'm like a, a Taurus son. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you do be saying some real Taurus ass shit. <laughs> Yes, no, instantly. And not just because I was like, I think his birthday is, but I really was like, this seems like a Taurus-y thing to say. (laughs) Especially when you were like, I'm stubborn. I was like, all right, Taurus. I know that about myself in every way. I really am. Lately, I've become a little lighter. Okay, okay, (laughs) look at you. Stubborn side, which is improvement. Yeah. (laughs) All righty. Well, so we were talking about. What was that? I'm sorry. What was that part of the question? It was mind. Yeah, mind. Like, what kind of things do you do to take care of your mind? Yeah, take care of the mind. You got real um, far off. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just with the mind is more so. Sometimes I like to read. Okay. Yeah. I love a, I love a good book. Yeah. Um, sometimes that will help me with self care mentally. Mm-hmm. Just sitting down reading something and let my Letting my brain escape from what's going on mm-hmm. for a few minutes or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'll just sit still and just let my mind do whatever it's going to do. Okay. Like, I'm going to let my mind have its way for a few minutes. Yeah. Go ahead. Just, I'm going to sit still and let you just do what you're going to do. Yeah. And go back and be like, all right, now, <laughs> let's, let's get this together. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so I'll do that though. sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the body, um, I was supposed to work out this morning. Didn't supposed to was a very sh- harsh word, Jovan. You know. <laughs> do you have a particular like active thing that you like to do? Like, do you like to run or walk or yoga? I used to. I've been to the gym in a year. Oh my god, I miss the gym so much. Yeah. But whole <laughs> year. So I <laughs> so like when this last school year started, which is another problem. Mm-hmm. 
I stopped working out. Yeah, because um, you do 80 million things. Um, <laughs> also because high school in the city that we live in starts at 7 fucking 15, so. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which so is. Early business. Yeah, yeah. People who do shit before, like, I, I don't know uh, who it was, but someone used to, like, work out before. Oh, it was all the swimmers at our high school. Do you remember oh, that? Because we had like a really good swim team at our high school. They, you know, and they would be like, yeah, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning um, yeah. workouts. And I was like, what kind of parents do you have where they were allowed this type of child abuse <laughs> where you're in the water at 4 o'clock in the morning? And they got to get up and go to a classroom and stay awake. And, and, go to, and then have practice after school. Like I just literally actually. They, got, they have a meet. Listen, whatever. Fuck that, but uh, yeah. Uh, me. But yeah, in terms of working out, like I just um, that is my in a way working out is my physical way of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, sometimes um, a little little green here and there. Uh, <laughs> oh, you love to garden. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know, little, little garden activities, if you know what I mean. Um, that helps a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Self care, um, and then. Do you find that the, the uh, quote, gardening, which honestly you can say it, but I know that you're a teacher, so we don't oh, have to. Oh, I've actually been gardening for real, for real. Oh, too, okay. But, <laughs> Do you but think I'm, that... I'm in another way, too. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I, I got you, I got you. Uh-huh. Um, you legitimately can't say it if you feel comfortable, but... Um, do you find that that helps one part of you? Like, do you find that it helps just your brain or just your body or just your spirit or, you know, a combination of them? It's a combination, depending on what what it is and yeah. what, I'm, what I've done that day. Mm, that's it, a good point. Things, and also depending on what purpose is for that for that particular moment. Because mm. I I usually if I do it, it's usually because I'm like, okay, I need a yeah. All right, that's all right. Let me you know. Mm-hmm. So usually that's when I, when when I do it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends. Okay, um, that's a good point though. I mean, I know there's been certain where I have been in a different headspace and like, like smoked or eaten or something. And it it helped or hurt, um, based off of kind of where I already was. So I understand that. Right. I'm trying to think what's the other spirit, uh, spirit is mostly my morning meditations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I spend about 30 ish minutes or so. Yeah. And reading uh, the Bible for 30 or so minutes. Mm -hmm. First thing I, when I wake up in the morning, um, so that has helped me a lot with keeping my spirit together and doing the right thing and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's helped a lot with the spirit part. So. Okay. And you mentioned earlier that, um, you feel like really this year you've, um, developed a lot more in like your spirituality is the, yeah. um, like 30 minutes in the morning. Is that like a new part of your routine or yeah, is that something new thing? I've been doing it for, ooh, I think as soon as the pandemic hit, okay, like if, something like that, that's when I started the, the routine of as soon as I wake in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, at one point it was, I was waking myself up at like six forty five, seven mm-hmm. o'clock and be like, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, just, I'm at the place I've kind of slacked off. I'm like, okay, whenever you wake up. That's so great. Up. Yeah. I was so strict about it. I was like, Javon, you might be that strict. Right. <laughs> Again, uh, giving ourselves grace. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, I'm, I'm very much a, why do we have to get up early again person? Like that's me and yeah. has always be, been me 100% of my life. Uh, <laughs> I've never I, been. The question was like, 
will will me getting up earlier change anything about the situation? Mm-mm. No. You can have breakfast any time of the day. <laughs> That's right. people used to make fun of me. They'd be like, "Why are you eating breakfast at one o'clock in the afternoon?" I was like, "Breakfast is the first meal we eat in the day, and this is the first time I'm eating." So. Same thing with, you know, reading the Bible and, and meditating. It doesn't have to be at a certain time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's one thing I've learned recently. And even with reading, I've learned that God is not really that, like, that deep about it. <laughs> Ooh, speak on that. I want to hear more. And I'm learning that about Christians. Like, we have made Christianity so hard. Yeah. It is hard sometimes because you got to choose to do certain things over certain things mm-hmm. or choose not to do certain things over certain things. But in terms of like just the basic living, like it's so easy. It really is. It's not that difficult. And I think that, uh, with like, with reading the word and stuff, it's like, he wants you to read the word, but it's not like you have to be like all day. <laughs> like, swimming yeah. In it. Yeah. Uh, swimming in it. Life and mm-hmm. enjoy it and stuff too. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. So that's why it becomes very, Christianity becomes very robotic and very mm. ritualistic, and that's the, that's the opposite of what Christianity should be. Okay, preacher. Ooh, I just got chills. That's, I mean, no, truly though, that was something yeah. that my whole life I really struggled with yeah. um, because I am a, a Virgo rising, so I do love a rule. Okay, I love a rule. I love, um, I love a step-by-step of like, this is how you achieve this, right? Like if you want to achieve the next level of uh, Christianity, of spirituality, you just have to do these five, these five steps, right? Like I love that shit. I eat it up because it's very, it's very easy, right? Like it's little, and it it makes it, um, it's very easy, but like, unfortunately spirituality and honestly, pretty much everything in life isn't like that, right? Like life isn't like Ikea furniture where, you know, you just follow the terrible step-by-step instructions of poorly drawn people. It's literally like you kind of got to go with the flow and that's something that's can be really hard to do. So Absolutely. I'm glad you gave yourself grace in just developing your spirituality um, instead of being like, you know, I have to like prove to God how much I love him by like waking up at six o'clock every morning to talk right. to him. And literally, God is omnipotent. God is omnipresent. God is going right. to literally be here at, you know, eight o'clock when you wake, when your body naturally wakes up right. and he'll be ready to talk. So. Exactly. Exactly. That, it's just, yeah. it's, I think it's now for me. It's more just make sure I'm honoring God. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not so much about like having to be like, oh, I gotta walk more eggshells, and mm-hmm. you know, have to do this and do that. Is honor Him. That's yeah. that's, that's what I've, I've taken away lately. It's just yeah, first and then keep pushing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely. Um, it's been it's been cool. Um, and then what? Uh, what is um. What is something you need to improve on in in your self care? Um, if there's telling something, people, telling people no is that what you said? People no, just up, up front, like no, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like and you then, need to explain yourself when you say no? Sometimes I feel like I need to, depending on what's going on, mm-hmm. or who the person is who's asking me. Okay. Um. Well, sometimes I'll hesitate because I feel like crap i have some time to help this person mm. or i have time to actually do this and i would hate for them to 
has my else do it, it'd be a hot mess. <laughs> and I was like, I know it. I can do it right. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, so it's like now it's, it's the point of shit. I gotta do this because I don't want them to. I, I want them to do it right, uh-huh. and I know I would do it right for them. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another piece I have to work on too. Is that whole, you know, just sometimes you just gotta say no and just be like no. Mm-hmm. If it's a hot mess for you, it's gonna be a hot mess for you, and that's gonna be for you to deal with. Yeah, to yeah. So getting to that place of what happens to you doesn't mean it has to affect me. Woo. And pray for you. I can I can talk you through it. I'll try to help you, but mm-hmm. I don't have to. Right, right. That's definitely saying no. I think is. I don't think that people are expecting to hear no. I think that. Um, I think that there are certain settings and that there are certain people who never get told no. Yeah. Um, I, in particular, I think white people aren't used to getting told no. Oh, yes. You speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and um, their yeah. feelings get hurt real bad and I really don't fucking care. Um, yeah. I remember having a, this was uh, probably over two years ago or something, maybe less. I don't know. But, um, and I had this boss, I was, um, and he, he would just, he would send me, okay. He would send me these emails. Okay. Or he would send me these Slack messages, which is like Slack is like this, uh, business messaging thing. I actually really like it. I think it's super cool. But, um, he would send me these messages and, um, I knew that, uh, red receipts were on, which I hate red receipts, but it was like for work. So I was like, okay. So he sees that I'm seeing the messages and I'm doing the things right. It would be like, do this, do this, do this. We're not doing this anymore. Da, 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 da. And I would do the thing. Okay. But I would never respond to his messages because to me, my response was doing the thing that he, he was just trying to give me a bunch of busy work. Yeah. And so he was just like, so then he had like a talk. He had lots of talks with me. He didn't really like me. Um, and was just like, so I've been sending you messages. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I saw you saw that I did the things. And he was just like, but you don't respond to my messages. And, and he was like, and of course, like this was like supposed to be in a professional setting. So he didn't want to be like my feelings are hurt. But um, and I was just like. Oh, well, I thought since you saw that I saw your message and I'm doing the things that you're asking me to do, I didn't need to respond with, I see your message. And he's just like, it's just good communication. And I was like, okay, I didn't realize that that was something that's important to you. I'll do it. So he would send me a message and I would be like, heard. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, okay. That's really how I felt because I was like, there's nothing for me. There's no value added in me being like, I see your message and I'm going to get it done by the time that you want me to get it done because I got the shit done before he wanted me to get it done. And half the time I'd already did the shit before he even asked. He just didn't look. So. eh. But yeah. And so but I remember one time he was like talking about like. I was trying to talk about boundaries because he was like, I expect for you, like, how come you didn't respond to this message? And I was like, I was off the clock. Right. And I'm, I wasn't salaried. Well, I was salaried, but it was not enough. Um, and so I was like, I'm only working like these 40 hours that I get paid for. So right. if you send me an email at 10 o'clock at night and I'm not working, then you're not going to get a response to this fucking email until I am on the clock. Period. And I still very firmly believe that. (laughs) And so 
he was like, you didn't respond to the messages. And I was just like, well, I wasn't working yesterday. He goes, but you didn't see the message. And I was like, I don't check my messages when I'm not working. And he was just like, well, it was um, an emergency. And then I was like, went and looked at the email and it was 100% not an emergency. And I was just like, the only messages that I'll really respond to is if my staff is like in, if there's something going on, but like uh, you adding to my list of shit to do that I'm not going to do anyways, because I'm not working right now is like going to be a hard no for me, dog. Yeah. I need you to get that through your head. Yeah. And he... I'm not doing like it's just and it's like I promise it's not that serious like maybe if I was like a doctor on call or some shit you know maybe if I was in charge of holding a building up or something but it wasn't that deep okay I was working at a coffee shop nothing was on fire nothing was overflowing I had already dealt with all that shit before and so he was really surprised every time I would be like I'm not doing that now that's not something that you pay, you're paying me for. And he was just like, people are not used to that. People are not used to that. And because uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, especially I'm, from us as black people. Woo. There it is. No, I'm, I'm going to go there. I, um, I need you too. Especially us being people of color that are used to us always saying yes. Mm-hmm. With a smile. Always back, break, uh, breaking our backs, bending our backs. Cause that's what we've been used to for the past 400, 500 years. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that. Exactly. And we're now finally get to the place where we're, starting to say no more often and starting to say fuck you yeah no, and also like looking in the eyeball it's my ass kiss the and black am <laughs> <man. laughs> i doing it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um and i think i think that part of that also is the assumption this was a sh- i mean i'm assuming he's straight um white man and um that's pretty much all the company was composed of. But um, so I think a lot of times white people and especially white men really think that like everything, like everything is like defaulted to them. Mm-hmm. So like everyone wants to be like um, cisgender, heterosexual, white man. Mm-hmm. Um, and when someone who is completely unbothered and unimpressed by their cishet white manness mm-hmm. and is willing to look them in their eye and say, No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> they're like they're like, how? This is the only way. And I'm like, there's right. so many other existences in this world and you really feel like your way is the only way. Yeah, that's part of their privilege. Woo. It's that's a part of their privilege. Yeah. That, that's that's been their way of life since the beginning of time. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, they who, who steals a whole country that was already there. Yeah. And, say, and then say you discovered it. No, no. you discovered it. People are already on here. Minding their business, it. literally For minding yourself. their business. Yeah, it's it's um gross. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just... I mean they got tired of they got tired of following other people's rules and stuff. They took that same attitude of I'm not following anybody's rules. Or I'm making the rules now. <laughs> F your religion. I'm going to America and making a whole new country and, and doing the <laughs> same bullshit. And, and they did the same stuff. Same like, bullshit, different continent. I was like, you, we moved from one continent to another, from the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you, the stuff that you left from that continent for, for you came, came and did the same thing here. Yeah. yeah. Trying to force religion on the Indians and Native Americans and mm-hmm. trying to make them do this and do that, blah, blah, blah. And you spreading diseases and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you still, at the end of the day, still won. Mm-hmm. How? 
and then kept and you kept that whole pattern going and going with slavery. I, I with, think it's like um, everything. I think it's like so, um them is like, how dare you say no to me? Yeah. I'm, right and always been and it's always been yes. No. You've <laughs> gotten been, your you've gotten your yeses through violence. That's not a, that's not a consensual yes, right? Like exactly. people converting to your religion because you're holding a fucking knife <laughs> or yeah, gun yeah. to them is not someone converting. That's someone trying to like live. Literally, I'm just trying to live. And so <laughs> the violence looks kind of different now in essentially them having their way it looks different it's more verbal, it's more verbal and it's more of just like um i mean it's still more my, like mind tricks but it's also just like a lot of like this is how things are like this is like the status quo and um that's the problem at, yeah, <laughs> good at um being violent in writing um in terms of removing things from laws or adding things to laws. Oh, yes. Little small little things that you think are insignificant but you bring bring it to a court, it's like, oh no, this is a loophole. They put that there on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh crap. Yeah. And like do little sneaky slide stuff yeah. to get there with Yeah. In a, it's, it's not violent physically, but it's it's still violent and and um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh um, abuse. Yeah, That's absolutely. Abusive. Mm-hmm. But they find it to do it in other ways so that make them feel better. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, it's just the law. <laughs> yeah, it's just the law. And you're like, but it's your law is fucking thing. violent, man. Like, your law is literally, like, killing people. I was listening to this podcast about... Uh, so the podcast in and of itself is it's called um, Code Switch. It's by NPR, and it's about just like race and politics. And um, this particular episode, they were talking about um, God. What's that word? Amnesty or immunity? Mm, those are two different words. But it's basically where like the police can't get charged for crimes because what is that called? Immunity? I think it's immunity or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they. It was talking about just like how that ended up happening. And it was really fascinating how clear they were with that. So it used to be you could like um, sue the police um, and other, you know, law enforcement folks or whatever um, if they caused you harm, right? Like you should be able to. You you know, shot this person, you harmed this person, you busted into their house, you tear gas this person, you know, all just like the everyday things that cops be doing. Um, and you caused me harm. So I'm suing you because <laughs> that's what's right. Right. Um, but because they kept doing the the fuck shit and because of the ties that they have to overtly white supremacists and violent organizations in um, the US uh, they were like yo we keep getting in trouble for like causing harm to people <laughs> so they passed a new law um, that is really hard to get around so was they passed that? it was actually in I want to say it was like in the early 1900s 
Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't even too long still, ago. And it's still valid today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's still valid today. So, like, basically, like, okay, let's say that, like, with Breonna Taylor, for instance, mm-hmm. um, they busted up in her house, right? She was, she was, she was, she was literally asleep. So she didn't even answer the door. She was asleep. Right. And then they shot her. Um, and, um, in order for those, um, four murderers to be charged, they have to find the exact, the law has to find the exact same, instances where someone else had done that before the exact same like the exact okay like uh it could be like there are four police officers um the boyfriend was there um she was asleep they had to walk through this many doors to get to her i mean like the same situation and only then are they able to be like oh yeah that was wrong Right, which yeah, it, it doesn't. It's so it's so fucked up. It doesn't make sense. But and the, the thing is, like, that's never gonna happen. And but not to say, and not to say that like police haven't like busted into people's houses and like fucked them up, right? Like that's not to say that. But because it has to be so specifically the same, that's where the issue that's, is. That's only because they're black. Because we deal with black people. Mm-hmm. If it, now, if somebody white would have been shot up, that rule would have been that would have been thought. One, well, they probably wouldn't have been shot thought. up. With that part, because too. they haven't been getting shot up. Right. <laughs> but say hypothetically that happened. Yeah. They were found a way mm-hmm. to lock up everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Especially if the officer was a black or person of yeah. color. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the thing that kind of. And they're not going to contribute that oh. to like white on all the white on white crime. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Whew! Whole system's fucked. It stresses me out. Um, yeah, talk about it. But we're gonna get back. <laughs> I told you, tangential. Um, but yeah. So um, what are um? You said that something that you needed to improve on in with self care is basically saying no and how you've been. Yeah basically practicing that a lot more um i think that's one of my favorite ways of self-care um and it's not just saying no to people but it's like saying no to situations um saying no say it again it's, like, it's so powerful it is and when i think you learn the power of no yeah and not not just in a negative way but just saying no because sometimes no means i'm choosing myself mm-hmm. over a situation mm-hmm. or over a thing or whatever the case is and that's what we have to do we have to choose ourselves every day yeah absolutely absolutely and no it's not always a negative thing maybe to somebody else yeah but no is a positive for you yeah well and i think like it's also i i think like you said it doesn't have to be a negative thing but i think it's also like i am choosing myself but i'm also helping you choose yourself Um, I'm saying no to this because I know that, you know, this relationship that we have is not a good relationship for either one of us. So I'm saying no to this relationship, you know, even if I really, even if I really want it to work, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to say no. Um, and you know, maybe hopefully that other person appreciates that or understands that at some point. Um, 
And sometimes people don't understand. Sometimes saying no leads to your next blessing, too. Say that again? I said sometimes saying no leads to your next blessing or your thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm saying yes keeps you from your next thing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm listening. Keep going. Like, even with, like, with my relationship, with relationships, with relationships. Uh Uh-huh. So I had to say no uh-huh. to somebody I was dating earlier this year, uh-huh. like earlier this January, February. It's just oh that. man, what a different time! Um, okay, <laughs> <Right>. outside, <laughs> right? Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yo. Mm-hmm. So we were uh, we were dating. We had been dating since like October, September, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was fully versed. Okay, cool. I'm the top gang gang. For, don't know what that is. You know, top gang. Oh, I know what that is. I'm talking about like people listening who might not know. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, top, you know, tops are the ones who do the sticking, and the bottoms are the ones who. Wow, you make stuck. it sound so poetic when you use the word sticking yeah. and get stuck. I don't have any nowadays, so <laughs> I'm just gonna let it rip. <laughs> oh God, okay, I'm listening. Okay. And then you know, fully versus, you know, you do everything. Mm-hmm. Now some people are fully versed in the sense of it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then some people are fully versed in the sense of today I want to top mm-hmm. tomorrow bottom. They want both, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was dealing with one who was a um, I didn't know at first, but I found out that he was the type of fully versed who was, um, yo, I need I need my I need my my, my stuff handled. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, I that. <laughs> I told you that from, from the from the beginning. You already knew already knew that. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, so I should make a decision at the end of the episode. Okay, when when he started expressing that he had needs that mm-hmm. I couldn't exp- uh, that I couldn't handle or mm-hmm. help him with, I had to choose. I'm like, look, this is not going to be healthy for either one of us. Mm-hmm. They know to us continuing, and we have to stop where we are because if we continue, we're going to hurt each other, and somebody's going to end up cheating mm-hmm. or something. Something yeah. bad is going. So I had to say no to that and walk away from. It. I didn't want because relationship was great. Mm-hmm. Great. It was great except for that one little small piece, and that small little piece destroyed everything for me. Wow. Yeah. And so when I said no to that, walk away from it, and like usually I'm not the type to walk away from things like that in that way. So mm-hmm. it was like it was different for me to nah, I can't. Yeah. And, uh, and literally like a month and a half ish so later, like after I said no and actually spent some time just thinking about everything and kind of like trying to figure out what's my next steps and mm-hmm. things like that and like okay cool got, got some place where I'm like okay cool I'm good with just chilling by myself and then out of nowhere this dude popped up I'm like who the fuck are you mm-hmm. <laughs> like where you come from and so we've been dating ever since oh. I wasn't looking for him I was yeah. trying to you know, do it that. so it was, it was interesting how he just popped up out of nowhere yeah because again like I said I wasn't looking for anything wasn't looking for anybody mm-hmm this has been the best situation I've ever been in in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's wonderful, though. So it's just like, I didn't know that me saying no to that mm-hmm. and, and walking away from that, choosing myself, yeah. opened the door for me to walk into something that I've always wanted and have been looking for. Yeah, and I think that a lot of times in, in those instances, we feel like whenever we do say no, um to the other person to the relationship that it has to be this big epic thing you know like we have to disagree on everything we have to be fighting all the time when really it's just like you know what you you just want something different 
out of life <laughs> um, or out of sex or out of whatever um, than I do. And I'm not the one to give it to you. There's someone else out there to give it to you. And that, and I think that a lot of times in relationships, and I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't try to like, you know, make our relationships work. But I think that there has to be um, like a boiling point of, you know, it's just like, you know what? There's no reason in me continuing to compromise what I need or what I want in a relationship. Um, I'm saying no to this. Um, yeah. And it it feels like I, earlier I had to, this year I had to um, break up with this. Um, we're going to say that she's a friend, but we started off dating like we were dating last year. Okay. And... Then we stopped dating and then we were friends and then we like didn't hang out. But like I still kind of had a crush on her. And um, and then um, we were hanging out again. But she was she's very intent on um, her. What, what does she call it? I don't know. Basically, like keeping her peace. And if there's not, if something that she doesn't want to do happens, then like she doesn't want to do it and she won't do it, even if it's like five minutes before. And I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't love that. Um, that hurts my feelings because, yeah. you know, we, we like said that we're going to do this thing. So I'm saying no to this relationship so that you can continue on, you know, doing what feel doing whatever you want to do and like not doing whatever you don't want to do and i can continue on not feeling hurt or taking it personally because we're just not going to be a thing anymore and it felt really small to me right because whenever we're hanging out it was cool like we had a good time we would like watch shit we would eat food whatever but because it was just like pulling teeth sometimes to even like be in the same room with her, I was, it, it was, it was so painful. And I was like, I just don't think it's a good idea. Like I've, I've, I feel like shit sometimes and I don't have to, I'm saying no to feeling like shit. Um, and it felt so small cause it wasn't like, it wasn't a huge thing. Like it wasn't like she had stolen something from me or, you know, like I had like hurt her in any way. It was literally just like, this is incompatibility. Yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. no. To this and it takes a, it takes a bit of maturity to get to that point mm-hmm. um to look at something like that and be like i'm just gonna walk away from it no yeah. more feelings not yeah. mad exactly you, you didn't do anything terribly wrong it's mm-hmm. just not we're not compatible and it's yeah. okay to walk away mm-hmm. and i feel like in my youth i was the type that um i've always struggled with knowing when to say when yeah yeah and um i've i've been in relationships longer than I should have, mm. like months and months and months longer than what I should have. Years. See, I see my problems. I can't get, get even get to a whole year with people because. But listen, uh, that's you'd be like, you know what? We're not gonna do be in a relationship with each other. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and honestly, I admire you for that because I mean, I, I would do the same thing that you're describing, but I would I would go for years and just become a shell of myself. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing for me. Once I start feeling I'm a shell of myself, mm-hmm. that's when everything cuts on. Mm-hmm. Because my mind feels that way and starts to really see it, mm-hmm. my brain cuts back on. It's like, all right, exit, exit strategy. How yeah. do we get out, out, out of this? How yeah. do we get out? 
And, and for me, and that's when I start fighting. And some people are, are like, you're such a bitch now. I'm like, no, I'm fighting for my life. And I'm fighting for my freedom and my peace of mind. Applauding, and yes. Fight. And if, if I'm coming off a bit, as a bitch to you in order to get my, my freedom, my happiness, and my peace, so be it. I'm yeah. sorry. That's what I got to do for me. Mm-hmm. If you are offended later, I might apologize later about it, but I'm not going to apologize for why I did it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, because you matter. You're in your own life. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so you mentioned the self-care. Um, is there anything that you excel at, maybe naturally, in your self-care routine? Hmm. I mean, you seem pretty good at saying no, but yeah. you said that you're still working on that. So I'm still working on it. Uh-huh. Like, I, it's, a, it's a certain level to what I want to get to. Okay. I want to get to an unbothered. You know how unbothered I want to be with my note? Ooh, I'm ready. I want to be as unbothered as a 78, 80 year old, old black woman. <laughs> now, that's how unbothered I want to oh be. Oh my God. No. Yes. Yes. That's the level I want to be at. Because they'll come at you fast with us. So, what we're not doing is yeah. sit mm-hmm. your ass down, get out my yeah. house. <laughs> Stop eating my candy. <laughs> that was my great one of my great grandmothers. She would have all this candy and shit laying around, and we would just be like, "Can I have one piece of candy?" And she's like, "This is literally my candy. Why would you eat my candy? <laughs> Get out of my house!" <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how. That's the level of no. I okay. want to get on. Okay. And the level of like unbotheredness I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's something that you also excel in, or do you think there's something different uh, that you're good at? I think I excel in breathing. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah, that's something I just learned. Okay. Maybe at the end of last year. Uh-huh. Beginning of the year. Okay. Beginning of is to breathe. I, I underestimated the power of breathing. Okay. Because a lot of times... In certain situations, or stressful situations, or anything, where we hold, um, we hold everything in our chest. Well, for me, I hold it in my chest, mm-hmm. right? We hold and then it shows in all other places, and mm-hmm. then so I'm dancing. It's like my body is working extra overtime. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm tense and I'm aggravated, I'm frustrated, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. and I, just, I forget to stop and just <sighs> yeah, just breathe in, hold it for a little bit, and then let it out, mm-hmm. and then okay. That gives me time for my blood to kind of calm down and circulate and for my brain to function. It's like, okay, now, how do we handle this? Yeah. Don't want to go out. Don't want to sit, st- do I want to sit down and quote, quote um, scriptures to you? Mm-hmm. Do I want to, uh, <coughs> it gives me time to think about what I want to do next. Yeah, absolutely. If I go left or am I going to go right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't breathe, I'm going left. That's fantastic. So did you like... You mentioned like breathing in, holding it in, exhaling. Mm-hmm. Um, do you adhere to any particular like breathing methods, or is it just like, pay, like paying attention moment. to your breathing? Mm-hmm. And whatever it is at that moment, like if I'm super frustrated and like like I pick somebody, mm-hmm. a whole like yeah, I'll hold it for, like ten seconds or as long as I can, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. And then if I feel like they didn't do it, I'm like, all right, we'll do it even longer. 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel better. That's fantastic, <laughs> though. Down and my blood starts to, blood pressure starts to go down a little bit, uh-huh. I will keep doing it. I think a lot of people forget how important breathing is. And as like musicians, especially musicians who use our our air to create music, um, it's something that I've always been keenly aware of. Um, So um, like you're a vocalist. And so I remember taking like choral education classes and being very confused about the breathing. Um, Because I was like, where's my air going though? Because, like, you know, like, they're like, your vocal folds. And I'm like, okay, but right. But, like, where's it going? Where's it going? Yeah. And, like, how do we stop? Like, we're just stopping breathing. Invisible things for singing that. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) It it was very funny to me because I'm like, outward instrument. And you're like, inward instrument. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. But, like, so I've always been really aware of my breath. But I think. Whenever I started practicing yoga, I really, really became aware of moving with my breath, not just like when practicing yoga, but like I'm sitting still I and I like sit all day at work. And so I'm like sitting still and I realize that like I'm like hunched over and I realize like if I'm speaking to someone, then like I'm on the lower register of my voice and like that's why my voice feels tired. And so I'm realizing these physical things um, that can really be fixed by just breathing, by breathing and also speaking in a higher register um, in my voice because I'm, I talk all day. Um, and if I'm talking down here, then, and vocal frying, then, um, I, I genuinely feel my voice being tired. Um, and, um, and so, yeah. And so I think I realize like that breathing fixes so much. And as someone who has anxiety, it has helped me a lot in, um, kind of just realizing like I can control certain things. Um, I can control how I breathe when I breathe. And there are a lot of different yoga. Um, it's called pranayama and yoga, but a lot of different yogic breathing, we'll say, um, that can create all these different effects in your body. And so I love that you said do you, breathing. Do you so, have anything that has like all those different Say that again, please. You broke up. Like a video or anything or like a list of things like of how to do those different breathing, yoga breathing techniques. Ooh, um, I don't know if I Yoga's have like, to get into that. like the, at least the yoga breathing part. I'll have to see if I can find something for you. I don't have like um, uh, an exhaustive list or anything like that. Uh-huh. Well, I will tell one of my favorite things. Um, it's called, ooh, I always say the word wrong. It's like Nadi Sodham. Um, I definitely pronounced that wrong. But basically, um, that was one that a friend taught me um, for um, helping just get your body, the different sides of your bodies, um, like back together, just basically getting your shit together and it'll help you relax and help you sleep. And so um, when I feel feel myself getting particularly anxious and I feel myself spiraling into a, um, into a, uh, what's it called? An anxiety attack. Um, then I'll, I'll implement this and it's called, it's also in English called, um, alternate nostril breathing. And so if you can do it together, but you have your hand up, actually people like to do it with their left hand. So this is my left hand. Um, and you put your pointer finger and your middle finger down 
and you put your pinky finger and your ring finger together. So it looks, it is kind of hard. So it doesn't have to be like open. That's so it's a lot easier when you do like this, right? Okay. Because you're going to be holding your nose. Exactly. That's perfect. You got to hold your nose with these two. Uh huh. So, um, you inhale. Um, so with my thumb, I'm covering my left nostril. Okay. Mm -hmm. Inhale. And then cover your opposite nostril. So cover your right nostril. Exhale through that left nostril. Inhale through the left nostril. Switch. Exhale through the right nostril. Inhale. Switch. I will say, um, you know, if you're into, it's great. So do that. <laughs> um, that was that was one of my first like um, there's all sorts of different like yoga, pranayama breathing things. But that was one of my first ones that I really learned outside of just like drawing attention to your breath that I was like, it, it stops and makes you think. It also um, gets you in a rhythm. And it also is switching between different sides of your brain, switching different sides of your body and kind of pulling your shit together. Um, so I really enjoy that one. Oh, cool. So, called I like that. Yeah, definitely. Oh. But I'll see if I can find some more for you and, and do, maybe send them your do. way. One thing, I'm, um, one thing I, that you said, I was like, oh, crap, I forgot all about that, like the anxiety part. Yeah. I didn't know I had anxiety Same. until this year. Oh, well, welcome to the family. This, year has, been a year, this has been a year of like <laughs> revelations this year. Woo. Like, yeah. Like, revelations like, damn, I've been, I've been having anxiety issues for years. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because for me, it wasn't the, the, um, the usual symptoms that everybody has. Like mm -hmm. that a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you can see where that is like, oh, I'm about to lose it or whatever. Yeah. Never the type that you could see them about to lose it. Yeah, same. I was, I've always had a good poker face. Yeah. Whatever. It's like the Virgo rising in me. I'm like, people are like, wow, you're so calm. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually spiraling right now. <laughs> I want to die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good about making it look like I'm great. <laughs> yeah. This year, I've, I've, I've become very transparent lately in the past few months or so about like, I'm not doing good today. Yeah. <laughs> in a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the anxiety piece mm -hmm. is a whole other beast. Like, and I'm so glad that I've sat down and realized that Negro, you got anxiety. I need to go see somebody and actually get diagnosed. Diagnosed, but I mean, I really don't think you do though. The breathing has helped. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I I think that like I mean, if you have the resources and you have the ability, then definitely you know get the quote official diagnosis. Um, but I saw this thing and I'm definitely gonna misquote it, but it basically was just like, um self-diagnosis is valid um quote official diagnosis is a privilege um and while i do i am someone who has like health insurance i can go see a doctor it's just like i've been living in my body and my mind and my spirit long enough to know that this is a part of who i am and i see it and i recognize it um and i also um have found ways to mitigate it and to take care of myself without uh, necessarily taking any type of medication. That being said, I'm 100% not against someone taking um, any type of medication for their mental health at all. Right. Um, 
But um, but yeah, it, it is. It, I think so. Someone was just like, you know, you're using your anxiety, your anxiety as a crutch. And I was just like, no, I'm realizing that my anxiety is something that permeates into every part of my life. Right. Um, even down to like, I need to clean the kitchen, but for some reason I'm feeling anxious about it. I'm feeling anxious about like having to stand at the at the kitchen sink and wash dishes. I'm feeling anxious about having to sweep. Um, I'm feeling, you know, and it's just like, and I know in my head and in my heart that these are not things to feel anxious about, but because I do have anxiety, it affects my everyday life. Um, yeah. And, but, and so like it also, but with that, knowing that it also makes me be gentle with myself. So it's just like, instead of just being like, Kalei, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get in there and wash those goddamn dishes, right? Because like, they're just dishes. I've washed dishes my whole life. It's not that deep. I know that. But I also recognize that like, everyday menial tasks can just seem overwhelming to me. Um, And so, yeah. And so like, just being gentle with myself and being like, it's okay if you're feeling anxious. Like maybe let's explore why you're feeling anxious instead of just being like, you're being a little bitch about it. <laughs> like, Cause that's what I was doing. And I've been in relationships with people, I've been in like a relationship with people who have been very much like, why are you, why are you like having an anxiety attack about this? Like what's wrong with you? This is not a big deal. And you're making this into a huge deal. And I was like, don't you think I would love to not make this into a huge deal? Like, because I know that this feels like a small thing, but here I am having an anxiety attack. So if you could just be a little bit more gentle with me, that'd be great. Um, But like allowing myself grace and and finding different techniques to to take care of myself and make sure that, you know, I'm not just trying to like – cover it up with positive positivity but also just like working through the things and understanding myself more um and also looking back at at myself as a child as a teenager as a younger adult and realizing that a lot of who and how I was and why I was the way I was as a kid um was because of anxiety (laughs) like my family was making fun of me one time like like I guess like maybe a month or so ago Um, we were all together because, um, my granddaddy passed. And so we were, you know, together for funeral stuff and they decided to just like go in on me about like how ridiculous I was as a kid, (laughs) which I didn't even know. I didn't know this about myself, but apparently I used to just lay down on the floor in the grocery store and kick and scream. Okay. Which is disgusting is what I'm thinking about. (laughs) How gross that is. I also cannot see myself doing that. And I thought about it. And I was like, God, I've never, I never heard, had heard stories about this, like ever in my life. Okay. And I am 32. Um, my mom never said anything about that. But then I realized I fucking hate grocery stores. I have always hated grocery stores. They're not a fun place. They are cold. There's a lot of fluorescent lights. There's way too many options, too many colors. It's, it's a sensory overload for me. And I, to this day, do not enjoy going to the grocery store. And so I was like, oh, I was having an anxiety attack. Of course, as a child, like a little kid, right? Like, I guess I was like three. Like, they're like, oh, this kid's throwing a temper tantrum. But really, like, it's because that's the only other way I knew how to express my complete and utter disdain and uncomfortable, like, uncomfortableness with being in this goddamn grocery store, especially as a, like a, as a little kid who's very small 
and there's like so many big people and things and it's crowded and I'm all yeah and I and I didn't know that that was a thing that I used to do and apparently my mom didn't handle it um the right way according to her sisters they were like they apparently she would be like Kolea Kolea get up get up now you know I think she was trying to like help me but they were like you gotta snatch that kid up and I'm just like that's the worst thing you can do (laughs) I'm really glad she tried to be gentle with me because I was like you know obviously struggling but yeah so congratulations what'd you say that goes to knowing your kid yeah knowing who they are and knowing if now some kids might need to be snatched up but it's because you know your kid you (laughs) know it's they just being a spoiled brat. Yeah. And then knowing like, okay, I'm not going to snatch the kid up. There's something else going on. You say on. every time we go into the grocery store, because it wasn't like I was asking for something. It wasn't like I want this cereal or this toy. It was literally like, oh my God, I would literally rather be dead than be in this fucking place. Right. How does, let me ask you, uh, for you, how does it feel when you're an IT attack or you're Ooh. getting angry? Where, where, where do you feel it and how does it feel? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, so a lot of it starts with my self-talk. I start to kind of, I start to say negative things to myself. Like I'm not good at this. That's a very, that's a huge word for me. I'm not good at, you know, this. Um, I'm bad at this, which like are such basic words, but for some reason that's just what I resort to. So I start um, doing a lot of negative self-talk. Um, and I start to get really irritable and I, I need to control something. Um, and I need, I, this is part of my anxiety and I think it's also just part of like my personality, but I, I like very explicit instructions. And if something is like slightly off from what I was anticipating, then I'll, I'll get really pissy. I really will because I'm just like we had a plan and now you're going away from the plan and this wasn't planned and I need instructions and like why have fucking rules if you're not going to follow the goddamn rules like that is or if if you leave out as part of the rules that that it's needed yes where's the instructions for this yeah exactly exactly that shit makes me uh very uh upset (laughs) it just makes me very upset so that um i feel it in my body where i'm of course i tense up um i'm i with tensing up i i think i have a little bit more shallow breath um because i start feeling like there isn't enough air um wherever i am like there's just not enough air in this room um sometimes i'll get a little bit warm armpits might get a little bit sweaty um and it's really hard to describe but it feels like um i feel my chakras spinning in the wrong direction not spinning at all so it feels kind of like my spirit and my body are trying to unconnect from each other there feels like it feels like there's a a weird tear inside of my existence it almost feels like my body is like buzzing in a in an uncomfortable painful way um which is a very weird description but that's kind of the best i got um so like my body starts hurting but not like touching it just feels like i'm coming undone i feel literally like i'm just my body is coming undone um and then you know like i I definitely cry because i'm a crying ass bitch um 
Yeah. Yeah. I think those are, those are the, probably the biggest ones, but it, I can, I've gotten really good at recognizing the signs a lot, a lot more early on. Um, <laughs> and like combating, like it, it genuinely, it generally starts with the negative thinking. Um, and so if it's, if it's not like, uh, triggered by some, a specific event or something like that, then it starts with like negative thinking and, um, I start combating that. I, I start like, Kalea, you have done enough. You know, like one, I remember having a really bad anxiety attack. Um, I guess it was maybe a year and a half ago or something. Whenever that, that hurricane came to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like Michael or something. Yeah, it was a weird one. Well, I think it was 18. There was two. Yeah, yeah. So it was an 18. Yeah, so it was an 18. Was and something, something. I don't I remember. There was like two, but it was like it, the first one. Yeah, um, it was like August, September-ish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And so, yeah, it was like, I guess around this time, two years ago. And so I was super nervous and I felt like I just hadn't done enough to get ready, but I also didn't have the resources to like... Right to do what I needed to do. I didn't have any money. And so I was like, I want to, <laughs> I was like making outlandish things for myself, completely unnecessary to this fucking hurricane. But I wanted to sweep and mop the entire, like scrub the entire floor in my three bedroom uh, house, which is not outlandish, but like, why will that help in a fucking hurricane? You know, like what value was that? And I wanted to like give my dog at the time a bath and I wanted to, I just wanted the house to be squeaky clean because I knew that we were going to be stuck in the house for the weekend. And so for some reason I got it in my head that I I needed to do the fucking most. And at the time I had um, a roommate or a housemate that was terrible and entirely useless. Um, And so, um, I knew he wasn't going to do anything. And so I I just felt like whatever. So I just remember like laying on the bed, having this anxiety attack. And I was like, I haven't done enough. Like I'm just being like a dumb bitch. And my partner um, was like helping me see that I had done a lot. They were like, but didn't you say that you wanted to sweep and you swept? Didn't you say that you wanted to mop and you mopped? Didn't you say that you wanted to, you know, buy more candles just in case? Like you, you've done all the things. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> like, so they kind of, they helped me like, they helped me. Has be po- it has to be pointed out sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. So. Mm. That's crazy. Like all, a lot of the things you said, mm-hmm. are the same exact thing yeah. I feel all the time. So that's, that's why I asked because I was like, I feel like sometimes I hear people talk about it and they say, they feel this way, I feel that way. I'm just like, eh, I can't relate, but like a lot of things you said. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Check, check, yeah. Check, and check. I think once you realize that like these are symptoms of like, this is, be- I feel this way, or I, I am doing this thing, or I'm saying this thing because of anxiety, it gives you so much more power because you're like, okay, well, now I know. Right. Like I'm these random ass negative thoughts about myself didn't just pop up for a good reason. They popped up to try to fucking ruin me and I'm going to combat them, you know, and you can kind of come up with a game plan. And so, yeah, definitely. Um, That's been really helpful of me just recognizing that. And um, and like, you know, like while I would love to not have anxiety, I also am just kind of like, you know what, this is fine. Like this is just it's a part of who I am. And um, it's not really something that's just going to, I'm not going to wake up and, you know, it's going to be gone. Um, So that's okay. And as long as I know how to 
you know, treat myself and express how to treat, express how to treat me to other people, um, then I'll do that. And if there are people who don't respect that or people who violate my boundaries um, and people who don't want goodness and wellness for me, then I'm just not going to fuck with those people. I won't allow them. Yeah. Whew. We got, we got in there deep. I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I'm enjoying this conversation. Um, do you want to move on to manifestation mash? Sure, let's do it. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Okay. So, um, quick intro to the folks listening. Manifestation mash is a, um, a game that I kind of modified from a childhood game um, called MASH. The letters of MASH stand for mansion, apartment, shack, and house. Um, and it basically was like, what's your future life going to look like? Like, who's your future partner going to be? What kind of house you'll be living in? Um, and like how many kids you'll have and like what kind of car? That's like the typical one. But since we're grown... Um, and since manifestation is like a real thing then I would never want to put anything into like the universe where it's like you wouldn't actually be okay with or happy with this so that's why um, we're gonna try to make it a little bit more grown and um, recognize that the universe is always listening Um, so the the categories are and I did tell you them before Jovan so that you would have a little maybe a little bit of time to think about it instead of being put on the spot yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just spring shit on you. Is that what you prefer? Um, so, um, the, the story categories are, and just, if you could think of like four of each, then that would be fantastic. Um, the first one is where you'll live. This can be a city. It could be a country. It could be the beach. Um, just four places. All right. So my first place is Charlotte. Okay. Mine's staying here. Mm-hmm. Um, Italy, because that's, that's the place I actually want to go visit the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Wales. <sighs> Let's say DC. Okay, yeah. Possibly, you know, and survive. Um, where else could I live and survive and not want to kill everybody? <laughs> uh, New York's too cold and too many people. And dirty. Uh, the South is too, too slow. I go for the South. Oh, I need one more place. Oh, let's say let's say LA. Okay, LA. I think it's bright and sunny and expensive there. So yeah. Okay. So we have Charlotte, Italy, DC, and LA as like the four possible places. Um, Would you say? I said all those expensive except for Charlotte. I know, but DC, like I have been there over the past couple years, like two maybe three times, like as an adult for the first time, and I was like, this place is kind of lit, like. Because yeah. there's so many black people <laughs> and like so many different types of black people. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I guess that's why I call it, cho- they call it Chocolate City. Like I see that now. Yeah. But like, wow. It was amazing. The caliber of men. So <laughs> oh, oh man. Ooh. Let's talk about it though. The caliber let's... of men, they are professional. They have federal jobs, Bitch. most of them. Okay. Listen. I was well dressed and speak well. When so. I tell you I was on that fucking dating app and like eight out of the ten people that I was swiping right on 
were swiping right on me, nigga. I was like, okay, so I was like smelling myself, okay? okay? I was like, oh, shit. There were so many like beautiful black queer like people there and i was just like i'm only here for the weekend like how can i possibly should i message all of them and just be a messy ass bitch oh my god yes dc is yes i like low-key would be i think i'd be really cool with like living in dc my our, our partner and i um are like you know where where will we live whenever they they currently work overseas and um, DC is like in the back of my mind because we we were actually at one point looking at living there because they had like a possible job opportunity up there, and I was just like, yeah, I would love to be surrounded by like all this like blackness and just like like you said, just fine ass people. Like goddamn, just to look, just to look at them. I ain't even got to say hey. I just want to look. Might say hey to some of them though. Um, next one is four. Uh, careers slash dream activities something that you wouldn't mind doing for like the rest of your life okay uh okay uh broadway star oh, obviously yeah, are you doing are you doing the singing and the dancing everything okay singing dancing and acting all of it Oh, yeah, that was my middle school dream actually that was my dream until sophomore year of high school yeah yeah, that was my that was the goal. Were you in like were you you were in the musicals and stuff like that in high school? Jovan and I yeah. went to the same high school as well with Mr. Aaron. Uh-huh. Mm. I think who um what else do I do? Um background singer. I used to want to be that. Okay. That was yeah. My job <clears throat> was to be a background singer. Okay. Uh, what else would I do? Oh, therapist. Oh, a therapist. Oh. Other like if I was if music didn't work out, I was gonna go to school to be a therapist. That's fantastic. I'm trying to think. I need to fight one more. Yeah. Um. What's another job I can see myself doing? Let's just keep teaching up there because I can see myself being a professor. Okay, professor. Yeah. Would you want to be a professor? This is just. I'm not writing this down. I just want to know, like, for, like, music, um, education. Okay. I think well, I, I wouldn't want to be a, an education professor. Mm. I think I would rather just be strictly, like, just, here's music, here's choir, here's some singing stuff. Okay. This, instead of just, like, the, the overall general education part where, like, most of our college professors were, they, they taught different education courses. Would you want like, to be, like, like, a Dr. Nolker? Is that what you're talking about? More so like a Dr. Dr. Noker, um, Bill Young, and Carol Ott. Like oh, I don't know other, those two. Um, <laughs> the, those must be choral people. Like um, Giraldi. Is his name? Giraldi. Oh, Dr. Giraldi, yes. Yeah, more like that. Dr. More Giraldi like, is a brilliant, um, a brilliant, brilliant conductor. Um, okay. Um, the next one is your home building. Like what okay. is your ideal home? This is my, probably my favorite one to picture. Okay. So, um, ranch, I live in a ranch now right now and I love it. Love it. Yeah. You're like, uh, when did you buy your home, Javon? It was 2017. Hey. It's well, been three years. It's going on four years now. That's amazing. Like, it's so crazy. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I fall in my love. I fall in love with my house. I said it backwards. Mm-hmm. I fall in love with my house every day, 
almost every day. Well, and it's—I mean—you get to do whatever you want to with it because it's your home. Exactly. I can make it whatever I want it to be. Like if you saw the before pictures and like what it is now, three years later, uh-huh. it's like you still have the same house. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's well, and fantastic. It, and it's not like I tore down walls or anything. It's mm-hmm. just paint, mm-hmm. putting up stuff, putting furniture in the right places, and just repainting something, or redoing something. Like yeah. I redid my cabinets and stuff. Those small little things make a big difference. Yeah, I love watching those, like, videos. Like, they'll be like, you know, like a kitchen makeover. And I'm like, oh, my God. They, like, you know, painted everything and put some plants in there. And I'm like, mind blown. Okay, so a ranch. Um, This ain't mansion just for the heck of it. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'll probably stay to one wing the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't need a big-ass house. I used to really want a big-ass house. And then I was like, who's got to clean that house? Right. And I also have this anxiety of who the fuck is on the other side of my house? Mm, yeah. Who's downstairs? I definitely Who's think there are like people who like houses are so big that like someone lived in their house and they didn't even realize it. It was, it was a story about that. Once. Was it Chris Brown? Because like fuck Chris Brown, but I'm pretty sure it was Chris Brown. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, it wasn't Chris Brown. No? <laughs> Yo, how where did I... somebody lived in this house and like there was somebody living in like, like the bottom part of the listen, house listen listen I'm burning that's the creepy. whole house down okay that's creepy to me yeah that's super creepy yeah I'm, I'm burning the place down yeah and so like my thing is like if a house is too big I can't hear I need to hear all the noises and sounds mm. so that's why I love my house because like my house is a nice size but mm. even my my room being in the very very back of the house mm-hmm. I can hear every little thing that's happening I leave my door but I can hear everything yeah you know, if I can't hear what's happening I start getting anxious like what the fuck going on like, yeah that's why I can't have a big ass house I yeah <laughs> I can hear pretty much everything in my house but we all uh, we also live like in an open floor plan so mm-hmm. it, which is nice but yeah definitely okay we got a ranch right. we got a mansion ranch mansion um mountain house Ooh, okay i think that would be cool um and uh let's see where what's another place i would love to have a house what kind of house um let's say a lake house okay are you a lake person more than an ocean what yeah okay i'm more of a lake give me a good a cute little lake to sit by Mm-mm. for a little bit. No. Now, only thing that can trump that is if you give me an island. Oh, obviously. If you give me an island with clear blue water, well, I can do. I can do that. Yeah. Over everything, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I I'm more of a beach person, but I've never. I've only seen one like real non man made lake in my life, and it was cold. <laughs> and I was like, I'm having having a good. I think it was Lake Erie. Um, all right, and then number four is what are um, four legacies that you would like to leave? Okay. Hmm. Now, this is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to leave a legacy in terms of education, in terms of making an impact, and okay. uh, um, yeah, just say uh, impact in education. Okay. Um, let's see, what's another one? Um, I would like to be seen, like once I leave this earth, seen as the the person who kept music going in a way, like Ooh. the black community, the black okay. folk kept music going because we have so much music that's out there, black black composers. 
All right, I'm listening. Yes. So I would like to be so that many person. white guys. But one of the people who is like you know a fighter for keeping African American music, classical music going and mm-hmm. representing. So a black music advocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really like that one. Um. One need two more. Good lord. <laughs> um, I, 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 I want my family to like. Must I leave for like the family that I leave here to be able to say, yeah, he was a you know he loved us and he did what he could for us and you know we respected him and all that stuff. Okay. Um, this, this is hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy one. Uh, I really have never thought about my legacy. But also, I guess I want people to, once I leave, I want to, I want to have a legacy of touching lives and making people happy. Okay. <laughs> Bringing joy to lives. All right. Those sound so whack, but. No, they don't. They're like wonderful. Legacy. It doesn't have to be like anything like wild. It's not like, you know, you have to be like Beyonce. Um, but yeah, okay. So um, now you can just choose a number between one and 11. All right, let's go with uh, my favorite number, which is seven. Seven's a really good number. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just crossed off therapy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just crossed off black music advocate. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Crossed off Broadway star. Okay, I can live with that. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Crossed off educational impact. Okay. After 30 years, I'm leaving anyways. Really? Oh, yes. I'm done at 30 years. What I'm you done. doing? I don't know what I'm going to do after that. Okay. I might actually do the, the uh, collegiate thing, maybe. Yeah? Okay. It'd be great. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Background singer. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Making people happy. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. It was just funny because I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one, two, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No mansion for you. Which honestly, you didn't really seem to sold on a mansion. Really? Yeah, you were like, um, who's in my house? Yeah, if you might give me a mansion, I'll take it. Yeah. I might put it up for, you know, somebody else to rent it out or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Airbnb, that shit. One, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven. L.A. is out the question. Okay, it was expensive anyway. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You will not be living in Italy. One... Two, three, four, five, six, seven. You also will not be living in Charlotte. No. Yeah. Surprise. One, two, three. Yeah. 
Okay, so you will be in DC. You will be a professor. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. We got it. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> you will be living in the bustling chocolate city that is yeah. DC. Um, you'll be professor there. I'm honestly, I'm loving this for you right now. <laughs> okay. A professor. You'll somehow live at a lake house. I do not know of any lakes in, <laughs> in, DC. No, in DC. We'll work that one out, though. We'll work it out. You know, maybe like you'll live in like the surrounding area or some shit. Maybe in Virginia. No, there is a, there is one. Isn't isn't it like Lake Potomac? Pot- is there it? is. Is there a lake or a river though? Oh, I don't know. But there's, there is a body of water. Would you live on a river? There is. Potomac, yeah. yeah. Potomac, okay. You said what? Uh, Potomac? I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Okay. Like that. I don't know how to say it either. I say it all kinds of ways. Potomac. Um, and you will be a loving family person. Oh. This is wonderful. Congratulations on your amazing life. No, that's, that's not too bad. I'm <laughs> Can I come that. visit you in D.C.? Because they've got some really good green there. And I need to get a hold of it. They got whole ass <laughs> apps. All right. Well, um, I'm excited for you about your life. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, we talked about this earlier, but um, if you have list- any advice, um, we'll do this kind of in lieu of listener letters that you want to partake or give to us. Any advice? Um, first thing I would say is take 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 life day by day. Mm-hmm. Don't try to. I mean, of course, you want to make plans for the future, but take the air. Take everything. Take it day by day. When you um, when you're trying to eat an elephant, you don't eat the whole thing at once. Mm-hmm. You you have to eat it one one bite at a time. You might yeah. start the tail. You might start the trunk, but you're not going to do the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So same thing with life. You know, take it as it is, but also don't just stand there and stare at the elephant. Well, I probably would. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in terms of life, don't just stare at life and just pass you by. Yeah. You need to that's so true. Of life and do life, mm. but live in the moment, live in, the, in you know what's going on, and be be the best you you can be I love while it. doing. And mind your business, drink water. Ooh, there it is, folks. Mind your business and drink water. That's the secret to life. It really is. I really am like a mind my business ass bitch, too. Like, mind the business that pays you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll all be fine. Yeah, that's so true. Thank you. That's my advice for (laughs) me. Yeah. And Javon, do you have anything like, do you want, um, do you have anything that you want to share as far as like future comings ups or, um, Instagram accounts or anything like that or, or some services that you offer? I know that you do private lessons. I'm not sure if you have space for that. Yes, I can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So I have no no events coming up because of Corona, you know, insert, uh, Cardi B. (laughs) <laughs> did you see that new music video with her and megan the stallion let's talk about that let's talk about how when i first listened to i had to clutch my pearls <laughs> i had to clutch my pearls uh, like, oh my 
listen, as a gay, I watched it as a gay and I was like, this is some quality shit. Except for whenever they had that rant. What's that white girl's name with the big eyes? Did you watch the music video? No, I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay, so there's one part in the music video where she's like, oh, she's a Jenner. She's one of the Jenner girls. Um, Kylie, I think it was. I have no idea. I think it was Kylie that was, I saw, I, I briefly saw. I feel like, I, I think I hear Kylie's name more, so I, it's probably her. But yeah, she was just like walking down the hall and they like stopped the music for her to walk down the hall. And I guess I just wonder who invited her. But anyways, um, lots of ass. It was really great. But anyways, you had to clutch your pearls. I did. I, God, I heard it first before I saw anything. So I'm just like, ooh, oh my Lord. <laughs> 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 but yeah, anyways, um, back to what I was talking about before. I have no events coming up, uh-huh. but I do have, um, I have, I teach private voice and piano lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also going to start offering like regular music classes because I know that everybody's at home. And oh, some that's so cool. <gasps> yes. Um, so I'm putting it out there that if you want to have like general music class because you're not having it because you're homeschooling or because they're not. Because of this, your your city or state or whatever to cut electives or whatever the case is or specials, mm-hmm. I'm offering classes for thirty minutes yeah. once a week. Um, it could be a, a regular general music type of class. It could be specialized for just piano. Because you can do it music. all. Whatever whatever it is that you're looking for, we can do it. As long as we with a whole bunch of other issues. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> do you have so, like uh, what's the best way to reach you for that? Like an email address. The best way to reach me is through email, mm-hmm. which is j o v a n dot m as a mark dot adams at gmail dot com. So the whole thing is jovan dot m dot adams, and and it's at gmail dot com. And jovan is not spelled with an a in first. It's j o then v a n. I know some people will twist it up and try to put an A then the O. Do you know that your name is the reason why every time I see any other spelling of Jovan, I think it's wrong? Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally saw, like I saw, I was talking to like at work, uh, a Jovan and like, I was just like, who spells it J-A-V? That's so weird because you're the first Jovan that I ever met. <laughs> most people are. Most people have a J A because most people say this Jovan. Yeah, but yours is Jovan. Yeah, yeah, love it. Okay, well, and I, I also will post your um, your email address um, yes. for um, the music lessons. I think that's really great. I have some people in mind who I think might actually. Very affordable. It's literally, I charge a dollar a minute. Bitch. Like very affordable. You should charge more. Double that at least. I, I should, but I gotta, gotta start somewhere. Okay. If, it, if it goes well, then I'm like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. I can do multiple people in one session too. So are you doing it like through Zoom um, primarily? Yeah. Okay. Um, Facetime. Any, any okay. Platform where we can stream. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jovan. Um, <laughs> this is um, my first time, um, and I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for talking about um, yourself and how you take care of yourself. And I hope that y'all have um, just got gleaned some good stuff from the conversation Jovan and I had. Um, so peace, y'all. Namaste. Ashe.
Yeah.